Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink listeners did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year and if that's not bad enough most cleaning formulas are 90 percent water which is heavy to ship leading to excessive carbon emissions plus those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia that's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet nobody's trying to have that enter blue land blue land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refill start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. housewives of true crime oh geez i'm so glad to see you all in one piece i've been so worried dude okay so last night if anybody's from the texas state uh last night was wednesday i know today you're listening on monday but Mm -hmm. we had a tornado warning first it started with a storm warning thunderstorms i was like okay what like 
there's been thunderstorms. I've talked about it. Then it's like, oh, there's going to be this crazy hail that you better make sure your cars are in the garage. And mind you, remember, we just brought all this stuff from California. So our garage is 100% full of shit. And we have the new car. So my husband was about ready to like have a conniption. So at he 10 needs o'clock more at night. Stress. He doesn't have enough. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. <laughs> so seriously, I was pulling in all of our boxes so that we could fit our cars in the garage so it didn't hail on them, which it didn't hail anyways. And then we got the tornado warning. Anyways, so then we brought all the kids in our bedroom and we were like, okay, it's going to happen. We're going to make sure this under the stairs is safe. And we got water and all this shit. And then I was telling my friends that live in Texas this morning and they were like basically laughing. That yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering. Extra. Like, I, yeah, I think we're like, oh my gosh, it's Hurricane Irma, Katrina, one of those like big ones. Is that how, how long do you have to live in Texas before... You don't get scared. You know the storm. You're just going to like ride out. I don't know. I mean, this was I was like, dude, if we have a fucking hurricane, excuse my language. But if we have or not a hurricane, a tornado, if we have a tornado after this crazy 100 year snowstorm, it's telling me something that maybe. Yeah, you need to come back. Maybe I need to come back. Uh, But we did it. So it's fine. Clink, clink to not, you know, not um, having a tornado. But I know that there were some people that got the alert where it was like, take shelter in your closet. They get I think they get that like all the time. Well, I'll let you know, like, you know, not tomorrow, but next time. Yeah. Well, it's been smooth sailing around here. The husband has been because he's not home. <laughs> it always is smooth sailing. It's like you hate to say it, but sometimes it's just easier, right? You could eat your magic spoon cereal and go to bed and not feel bad about not for cooking dinner, them a dinner. I ate it for dinner last night. Yeah, yeah, and not judged. And then you know what else? I door dashed some Italian ice because I was like, you know, this has been a real fun party with Daddy not home, and he is the love of my life. Love him very much very thankful for him but I feel judged when he's around like he's not <laughs> gonna be cool with me watching you know catching up on sister wives on the TV. oh yeah no they don't like no. that he's gonna be like what kind of dumb show is that you know so I'd have to like be watching it on my phone like mind your business but I could watch it on the big screen when he's out of town <laughs> you know <laughs> that's Whatever how you get that's how you get all those shows watched because you watch them on your phone when you're like folding laundry and yeah totally yeah totally I see it's like a party I'm doing my nails you know I'm really into the press on nails Target has this new brand called Clutch they're super cute and um I have a story about the press on nails you do yeah okay so you know my toenails are you know they're fine but they're not like the toenails that you would see on some advertisement, okay? I'm familiar with your toenails. They are a little funky. They're a little funk. They're mm-hmm. like Flintstone toes, kind of. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gretchen turned me on to the Kiss toenails press-ons, and I thought she was so out of her mind. I was like, who freaking does that? Then I tried them during COVID, and it was like magic. 
Hello. And put them on for Hawaii. They are still on. And yeah. I went in the ocean. I I mean, it is incredible. And My they just last stick on. lasted a month. Listen, I'm going to show you people on YouTube. I read it. I wonder if I could do this. It's like some yoga pose. Oh, my God. You got to turn your foot around. And she has funky feet, too, by the way. I know. I don't think it's going to work. Well, I don't know. Anyways, Uh, I redid it. But by the way, you got to, like, file that shit down. You can't have, like, you can't have, like, um, acrylic nails on your toes. They have to be, like, filed to toe length. Anyways, they lasted a month. I just redid them again. (laughs) That's a good job. And they're great. You're going to just have to take my word for it. I kind of saw. So, and anybody that has a weird foot fetish, <laughs> you can see too. I'm here for you. you know, when I was in high school, a boyfriend of mine said my feet look like shrunken pig's feet. Oh, that's nice. Because they are kind of That's real. Yeah, they in are. Fair, in fairness to him. I kind of like never got over it. But by the way, you have like unusually small feet for how tall you are. That's true. Yeah. And a very large arch. So, I don't know. You should have been some dancer or something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like so afraid to say anything, right, at the risk. But do you remember those like, um, those like, I think it was, I want to say it was Chinese. There's like. Oh, where they like, bound people's feet? They bound their feet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People used to say, ask me if that happened to me. I would ask you also because it <laughs> looks like it. <laughs> Okay. Well, no. But they maybe you're. Oh, you know what? Mm -hmm. I bet you your mom just kept putting you in small shoes. Could be it. And you never complained. I'm okay with it. Sure. (laughs) I don't know. I put my kids into small shoes and they don't say anything. And I'm like, Kaden, aren't your feet squished in there? He's like, Yeah, kind of. I'm like, you need to tell me, <laughs> like, you oh, need to God. say, mom, I need new shoes. You know, like, don't just keep shoving your foot in there. So maybe you were like him and didn't complain about Probably. things like that. Who knows? Okay. Anyways. Who knows? Want to hear some crime? I want, yeah. Is it about feet? No. No. Oh. No tie in there at all. Toenails? <laughs> Hawaii? <laughs> mm. Oh. <laughs> Tornadoes? Sunshine. Sunshine's always, always good. Yeah, because guess where this crime takes place? The Sunshine State. That's right. Okay, Tab. Today I am going to tell you about the case of Taylor Wright. I hesitate to even tell you, but in none other than Pensacola, Florida. We just no. can't. I know. We cannot shake it, but I swear I am not seeking out Pensacola cases. <laughs> it's just <laughs> listener Tara Davison sent me the details of this case, and I just knew you had to hear it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, there's tons of Texas, tons of Florida, tons of whatever. You know, sometimes we're just on a kick. You're on a kick. That's, we're on a kick. Okay. So... Taylor Wright was a total badass. She was a former police officer turned private investigator. Awesome. How come she quit the the police field? Do you know? Not sure about that. It might have been a child. It might have had something to do with that. Yeah, I think she was pretty successful as a 
police or a private investigator. Okay. Uh, she looked the part too. She was a total disco biscuit. She was 34, brunette, super fit. Every picture I see her, you know, granted, she's like in Florida. So it's like casual style, like, you know, yeah. shirt, flip flops, you know, but she looks like kind of tough. Okay. She wore a necklace around her neck. That's where you wear necklaces. That was like a leather strap with a bullet. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, hot. And then she had a bracelet with the scales of justice on it. Okay. So you can, you, you get. You know where she's coming from. That's right. Okay. In 2017, Taylor was starting a new chapter of her life. She was going through a pretty contentious divorce from her husband, Jeff Wright, and it involved money and custody of the couple's six-year-old son. Jeff and Taylor were in the midst of hashing out their finances after being married for 10 years and figuring out custody arrangements. They had really dragged it out, despite the fact that Taylor and Jeff had both moved on to new relationships. Jeff, at this point, was remarried and had another child with his new wife, and Taylor started a relationship with a woman named Cassandra. And she was in the process of moving in with her in beautiful Pensacola, which at the time her son was with his father and his new wife in North Carolina. Okay. okay. So she flipped. You know how far that is? Is that? Well, Pensacola is northern, kind of panhandle ish Florida, I mm-hmm. think. And so I don't think it's like that far. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, that's kind of far to be away from your kid. Yeah. Okay. So Taylor's relatively new relationship, according to Cassandra, was really happy. And Taylor was excited about the move to Pensacola, but we know the relationship with Cassandra was not without a few bumps in the road. A few weeks prior, Cassandra found out that Taylor had cheated on her with a woman in Biloxi. And... Taylor had also confessed to her that she used cocaine, which Cassandra was not cool with. I just think, I don't know anything about Biloxi, but it just sounds like a debaucherous place to me. Is that just because of the name? Or you really yes, just because okay. of the name Biloxi. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds kind of like a porn name to me. Biloxi? Hi, my name's Biloxi. Oh, that would be a good na- porn name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, Cassandra says they worked through it, you know, Mm -hmm. and Taylor's poor choices did not stop them from getting more serious and moving in together. But I think it's fair to say that there were probably some lingering trust issues there because the whole incident was only a few weeks prior to what I'm about to catch up on. Okay, so that indiscretion wasn't the only kind of poor choice that Taylor had made in the previous months. The reason why things had gotten so contentious with her ex-husband was because Taylor had withdrawn $100,000 from the couple's joint account, which during the divorce process, she was not supposed to touch. Mm -hmm. And then she attempted to hide the money from her ex, and it had caught up to her because the courts told her she had to put that money back in an escrow account or she could be arrested. I would say so. And $100,000 is not like 
five thousand dollars like maybe you would oh, no, no, not no. notice that but oh, no. 100 it's grand like, oh yeah you notice i mean i really don't know how she thought she was going to get away with that anyways but whatever okay so one of the ways that taylor had tried to keep the money from her ex was to have her friend Ashley MacArthur deposit a $34,000 cashier's check for her into her personal account. Ashley and Taylor had been friends for about a year and Taylor trusted her and I can see why. Ashley was married to a nice man named Zach. Ashley had at one point worked as a crime scene technician. Ooh. So she knows stuff, okay? Yeah. So her and Taylor kind of had the whole crime thing, you know, in common. Ashley was also now interested in doing some private investigative work with Taylor because she had been in a car accident a few years back and hurt her back and had to give up her crime tech job. So now she was working for the family business, which was renting sound equipment and like stuff like jukeboxes for events. Okay. So on the morning of September 8th, 2017, Ashley came and picked up Taylor from Cassandra's home. Cassandra says they were going to go to the bank and Taylor was going to take care of business, that Mm -hmm. all the stuff she needed to do for the courts. And then her and Taylor had dinner plans that night. So she kissed her girlfriend goodbye and left for work. Ashley says they went to the bank and withdrew the 34000 and Taylor put it in a duffel bag. And then the two went off to one of her family properties to ride horses. That morning, Cassandra texted Ashley, how's it going? And Taylor responded, I'll tell you later. Okay. You text your husband a lot during the day? There are days that I do, but there are days that I don't at all, right? Because yeah. he's working. Yeah. Do you text your husband? Not really. He no. texts me. He texts me a lot. Like, okay. how I never want to bug him, but he he wants to know, you know, are the children still alive? How's oh, going? well, that's nice because mine does not. <laughs> at oh, <all. laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. OK. So anyways, So Taylor's like, I mean, it sounds kind of clingy to me. I mean, you just saw her. She left. How's it going? I mean, I get maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Whatever. It's because she's with another woman. And she they're newly together, I guess, kind of. Okay, so she called her later and she didn't get a response. So she called Ashley to see what's up with that. Yeah. And Ashley said, I'll tell her to call you. Taylor's Taylor's on a horse right now. Relax. Okay. Was she so, supposed to be on a horse? Yeah. They went to the family property. Oh, the family property. Horses. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, well, when she didn't call by the time they were supposed to go out for dinner, Cassandra was kind of pissed, which is understandable at this point. So Dude, she te- for sure. Totally. So she texted Taylor stuff like, this is ridiculous. You know, where are you? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that night around seven, she called Ashley again. 
And Ashley told her, what do you mean Taylor is not with you? She left in an Uber from here around five. She also told Cassandra that she thought that Taylor might have stopped downtown to get a drink because she was really stressed out about all the court stuff going on. That doesn't, what, you just stop by yourself when you're supposed to be at like at dinner with somebody else? It doesn't sound right. And remember, this thing happened with the like chicken Biloxi. So yeah, I know. Imagine that Cassandra is probably kind of like reeling, like maybe thinking maybe her girlfriend is up to some shady business or something. Right. Okay. So, well, Cassandra never heard from Taylor and she was both worried and pissed. Like, you know, I just said, thinking maybe she's hooking up with that Biloxi booty call. So after two days, she couldn't take it anymore. She was more worried than pissed, so she went to the police. She was very forthcoming about everything, including telling the police about Taylor's complicated divorce dealings Mm -hmm. and her and Taylor's ups and downs and also the money that Taylor most likely had on her that day. So the police tell Cassandra, sounds like you need to call her ex-husband because maybe she's planning on kidnapping the kid or maybe he's heard from her, you know, but you need to you need to call him. Oh. Okay. So Cassandra called up Taylor's ex, Jeff, and he said he hadn't heard from Taylor and their son had been trying to get a hold of her. He also told her Taylor is going to be right pissed that you got the police involved because what if she wants to get back into law enforcement? He told her, Taylor is dangerous, and you just poked the hornet's nest. Amongst Taylor's friends, there was also talk that it is ironic that all of a sudden Taylor is missing with a bunch of cash because she was known to say if she ever wanted to disappear, they would never find her. So Cassandra is like really tripping. Like, why is everyone saying this? She knows that Taylor can be, you know, shady, but she can't imagine that Taylor would ever leave her son. That's just impossible. Taylor's son was everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Except for he lives in a different state, which I am still like weirded out about. Yeah. So Cassandra goes back to the police. This time, I think the police took her, you know, more serious more seriously and they dive into her case and so first they have to actually rule out cassandra they already know there was turmoil in their relationship so they look into what's up with her and her background and they ask to look around her house now taylor hadn't fully moved in yet but she had taken over like a closet in the house in that closet they found a gun Taylor's passport, a cashier's check to herself for $19,000. So this gets them thinking, like, if Taylor had wanted to disappear, she would have taken this stuff with her. I would think so. Yeah. They go and talk to the last person Cassandra knows Taylor to be with, and that's Ashley. So Ashley and Cassandra's accounts of the day pretty much match up. So detectives asked to look around Ashley and Zach's house, thinking maybe Taylor was even there, like hiding or something, you know, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't. 
They asked Ashley for more details about where she had been with Taylor that day, and she told them they had gone to her family's property and that Taylor had left in an Uber. Ashley told them about Taylor's booty call in Biloxi. She also told them that Taylor liked Destin, Florida, and she was probably there. Oh, so that's funny you say Destin, Florida. Uh Everybody I know went there on spring break. Oh, that's where I was supposed to go. It's like a fun place. Yeah, that's where I was supposed to go this June with my brother-in-law and his wife, but I don't don't think we're going to go. Should I meet you there? Well, someday. Okay. Yeah, they go there all the time and they love it. This episode is sponsored by Apostrophe, a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. And Gretchen, your wrinkles. Yes. (laughs) I do take them very seriously. And my dark spots. So this prescription acne treatment actually really works, but most of the time it's real hard to get, you know? You have to take off work, see a doctor, go to the pharmacy, stand in lines, la la la, la la la, until apostrophe. Apostrophe makes it super easy to see a board certified dermatologist online. You'll get treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. Awesome. Awesome. That's what happened to me. I took their quiz, took a few selfies, was in contact with one of their board certified dermatologists. And next thing I know, showed up in the mail and boom, magic skincare. Boom. And Your skin is looking radiant. Well, I've been using it for already. about two weeks and I can see a big difference. I'm so glad this service is available and I would definitely recommend it to any of my friends or listeners out there who, you know, have a teenager maybe or for yourself and you just for sure want to save on a doctor's visit and get your prescription. It's pretty easy. Yeah. So they offer also oral medications and topical so you could treat your skincare from the inside out or the outside in. They treat acne, dark spots, wrinkles, and reducing redness. I mean, who doesn't need one of those things? You can even get Latisse or your eyelashes. Oh my gosh. I know. And then put that bride mascara on. Boom. You're done. That's right. So you guys, we are giving you $15 off your first visit with a board certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash clink clink. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash clink clink and use our code clink clink. This code is available only to our listeners. So get started now at apostrophe.com slash clink clink to begin and use our code clink clink for $15 off your dermatology visit. Hey, Grudge. Hey, Tab. How's your vitamin routine going? My vitamin routine has been going better than ever since I started taking care of vitamins. I took the easy, convenient quiz online, just like talking to a nutritionist. And I know that I'm taking the right combination because I feel great and I get these cute little packets delivered. Daily. I mean, they're like little daily packets. So, you know, I was always opening up all those bottles every single day. Not anymore. Forget about it. Who needs that? It's amazing, you guys. And listen, I know we're in February already, 
but we can still have a resolution, right? A New Year's resolution, a 2021 resolution, and make it small, impactful, and get your daily vitamins. Yeah, self-care. Make it a priority. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. So, you guys, easy online quiz at Care Of, and we have 50% off for you. Boom. Boom. Just go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code CLINK50. That's right. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code CLINK50 for 50% off. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So next, police started looking into Taylor's ex-husband, Jeff. Clearly, he had the most motivation to offer, right? Right. Jeff was in the military at the time, and so it was pretty easy to verify his alibi, and it was impossible for him to have been in the state of Florida during the time of Taylor's disappearance. Okay. Okay. Because I would have thought it would be him. Right? Mm -hmm. So he's kind of ruled out. So for weeks, everyone is kind of stumped. Ashley and Cassandra were on a group text with Taylor's friends, and they all checked in daily to see if anyone had any updates. Ashley checked in with the detectives regularly to see how the investigation was going, and she told them at one point to check out treatment centers because Taylor had been so stressed out, maybe she went to go get herself some help. 
this Ashley girl. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. is fishy with this Ashley girl because she always has some sort of like, oh, maybe she went to the bar. Oh, maybe she went here. Right. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Well, it took a while, 18 days, actually. But detectives got a hold of Taylor's cell phone and bank records. And guess what? The first thing they noticed was they did not match up with Ashley's story. Oh, what? She took out more money and Ashley got it and offed her. Well, let me tell you. So... They found the last place that Taylor's cell phone pinged was on the opposite end of town, like 45 minutes across town. Not at the horse ranch. It was a different horse ranch. Okay. Okay. So she is on the opposite end of town from where Ashley had told them she was. So then they subpoenaed Ashley's bank and cell phone records Mm. and found her cell phone had pinged off of the same tower as Taylor. At the same time. Yeah. So Ashley and Taylor had been at her family's other property on September 8th. And police had asked Ashley about all of her family properties, but she had specifically told them that Taylor had never been to the one where their cell phones had pinged. <laughs> well, where she's going to be buried. Yeah. So when they looked into the bank records, they really knew Ashley was liar, liar, pants on fire because she had never withdrawn the $34,000 for Taylor that day. She wouldn't have been able to even if she had wanted to because the money was gone. They took a deep dive into Ashley and Zach's finances, and it turned out Ashley handled the finances for her and her husband and her family business. And they discovered that Ashley was paying a lot of money towards bills for a pool hall called Sticks. And that is because she was doing the no pants dance with the owner. Okay. <laughs> hey, remember there was a place called Sticks in Ventura. There was, right? I think that's yeah. a popular like, yeah, or Sticks pool or hall. Like eight ball. Yeah, that's yeah. like, you know. Eight ball. You might be yeah. going there for something else. Right. Yeah. Well, she liked <laughs> his sticks. Okay. She also bought him a motorcycle. What? Mm-hmm. She liked his sticks way too much. I yeah, mean, who she, does that? She certainly did. Okay. So they also saw that Ashley had been drawing out money from Taylor's accounts fraudulently since the last time Taylor's oh. been seen. So she's still in there, okay? Yeah. money out of her account. They were able to verify that Ashley's husband, Zach, was where he said he was on September 8th because of his credit card transactions. And he was on the other end of town all day. So they figured Ashley had acted alone and that, sadly, Taylor was most likely dead. Uh. So, yeah. So... They decide to get a search warrant for the property that Ash had fibbed about, but they wanted to make sure Ashley wasn't there and couldn't run if they found enough evidence to arrest her. So they asked her to come down to the station and answer some questions for them. And Ashley agreed because she was trying to keep up a real friendly rapport with the detectives. Yeah. 
So side note, I found it interesting that the detectives describe Ashley's responses to their questioning over the weeks that had passed as flirty and playful. 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 Yeah. Yeah. She wants to like win them over. Yeah, but that shit makes you look guilty. Your friend is missing. You're supposed to be like concerned and serious. Yeah, but she obviously thinks she's hot shit. She's psycho. Yeah. Okay, so this time when Ashley got to the station, as soon as she walked in the door, they had a team start the search on the property with cadaver dogs. So while this was going on, they questioned Ashley about, hey, Ash, any new thoughts on Taylor's whereabouts? And then they told her they had new thoughts about Taylor's whereabouts and they were searching the property as they speak. At this point, Ashley says something like, oh my, sounds like I might need a lawyer because of the way y'all are talking to me. Like she still tries to keep it real like, mm-hmm. oh, light. So innocent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, once you pull the lawyer card, that that's kind of it. Yeah. And they hadn't found a body yet, so they they let her go. But they had her um, followed by a surveillance team, which was good because by the end of the day, they did find Taylor's body buried on the property. Oh, I was right. Yeah. They knew it was her because of that bullet necklace. Dude, didn't she do crime investigation, this Ashley girl? Yeah, she did. But she also seems really... She must I mean, not have been good. She must not have been good because she did it for less than a year. And she says she didn't do it anymore because she had, like, a bad back. But um, I feel like she's not... She's less than smart. Yeah, I think that she didn't do it very long because they were like, we're going to let you go. We think that you should whole, say you had a, a bad back. Yeah, she made a whole lot of rookie mistakes, okay? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, Taylor's identified because of the bullet necklace, you know, later confirmed because of dental records. But she had been shot by a single bullet in the back of the head. And her remains were found under some potting soil and cement. Back to Ashley being less than smart. Turns out Ashley had purchased both potting soil and cement not too long ago with her credit card. Mm-hmm. Rookie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they arrested and charged Ashley with the premeditated murder of Taylor Wright. It took two years for the trial to take place, but Ashley was not bored because she was on trial for some other shady business first. What? Her, turns out, Ashley had been skimming money off the top of her family business for two years prior to Taylor going missing, and she found herself sentenced to seven years for racketeering fraud and arson because she had also set her own office ablazing to conceal <gasps> the evidence. <laughs> my God. This chick. Oh my gosh. So Miss Ash, I mean, she was in some big girl trouble before the murder trial even begun. Dude, I cannot even 
Like, how do you get to this point? How do you get to the point where you're going to murder your friend and you have it all planned out in your head? I mean, I just like I cannot. I mean, I'm obviously I'm not a bad person because I can't even wrap my head around even getting to that place. Like, I understand more the people that snap and do it like under like quick duress, you know, um, or they find their husband cheating and they grab the gun and they shoot him or something right, like that. Passion. But I think that Ashley was um, desperate. I think she tried to keep up like some kind of image. I mean, clearly she tr- was trying to buy people's love. You know, she's buying this new boyfriend, bailing out his business and yeah. buying him a motorcycle and everything. So she's obviously really insecure if she thinks that, you know, giving yeah. up the WAP like wasn't enough. Right. Yeah, it's enough. Trust and me. So it's then enough. she gets it's a, it totally is enough. And so I think she just got really desperate and, you know. Desperate people do crazy, crazy desperate things. things. I know. Yeah. But God, desperate measures. Yeah. <sighs> That's what they say. But I mean, that just seems it's certainly extra. Real yeah. extra. Okay, so side note, I read on the Justice for Taylor Wright Facebook page that Mm -hmm. part of this time while her trial was going on for the arson and fraud and everything, and she's still awaiting the murder trial, that Ashley was out on bail, which was set at $400,000. And her family had posted it for her. No. After they, like, skim all the money from them. Yeah, I know. I mean, she had a big family. So, I mean, I'm guessing that was it was probably her parents that posted it for her. I don't really know. And anyways, she was seen outside sunbathing and playing with her daughter, like in the sprinklers. Mm-hmm. And uh, these people on the page were right pissed about that because this is what this is why they were so angered, because the judge had reduced her bail from a million dollars. And they thought, they sh- he should have kept it at a million dollars and then maybe she'd be, you know, real locked up, not playing in the sprinklers. Well, what do you think people do when they get on on bail? Sit in their house and like sulk so, and be like, no, they go and yes. live their life until they go to prison. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, does she yeah. go to prison? Well, yeah. But I can I can I can understand why they were pissed about. I mean, you want somebody locked up immediately and forever. I know, but. You're innocent until proven guilty. All right. Well, the trial lasted for four days. And one of Ashley's friends testified that Ashley had talked about killing Taylor by overdosing her with cocaine in her cocktail in the past. Oh, and this girl didn't think like you're a fucking psycho. Maybe girl, I should like. Okay, so I watched this. Whole, all the testimony is on court TV. OK, so I watched it all. There is something I don't want to say shady, but a little unusual about this girl. OK, the one that testified. Yeah, it has to be because also if you're going to tell your friend, another friend that they have to be you have to think that they're OK with you killing somebody. Right. Exactly. You have to think this is the kind of person who's not going to judge me. Like if you told me you were going to overdose somebody, I would be like, hey, Leela, no hanging out with Tabby anymore. She wants to drug you. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's like the first thing I would do. Love this... you. 
but it's it's over. yeah yeah there, there's a case that I'm doing uh coming up that's also a listener suggestion and somebody does the the friend finally comes forward and says to the wife like hey your husband's gonna off you well good yeah I know takes a while but yeah I mean that's I dude I somebody told me they were gonna kill somebody maybe this is why people actually don't tell me anything bad they don't even tell me if they're doing drugs did you know that Gretchen yeah I did know that oh (laughs) I don't know why Gretchen knows that but I'm the friend that nobody tells anything bad to because I think they think I'm gonna snitch on them yeah, because you're like you have a a real inner good girl and righteousness oh. about you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that in the best possible way. I do yeah. not, by the way. I could take other people doing bad things. Okay. And this is why, because I just said they're okay. bad. That's why you were like, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay. Maybe I'll have to think of a way to test this theory out when I come to Texas. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Well, anyway, so this friend recalled Ashley um, saying to her that Taylor was a real bad person and the world would be a better place without her. Yeah. Ashley, you're not God. You do not get to play God. Yeah. That's a real... Yeah, Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. Testy thing to be doing. Yeah. So between the cell phone and the bank evidence and the body being found on her family property, I thought it was like surprising that Ashley didn't just take a plea because she's obviously cooked, right? But her defense was that there was no eyewitnesses, no fingerprints or physical evidence, and that she couldn't have done it because she couldn't have listed a body because she has a bad back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> her so her Ashley's husband testified that, you know, he always had to carry laundry up and down the stairs because Listen, Ashley's back. I'm like, maybe you know what? she just didn't want you to she didn't want to carry the laundry up she's, and down the stairs. She's fucking lazy. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. what she is. Come on. Well, the prosecution argued, of course, that there were no witnesses. And of course there weren't, because that's why she took her out to this 23-acre desolate piece of property. And of course, she didn't leave any fingerprints on the body because she's a former crime scene tech. And as far as a bad bag. True. So Ashley was found guilty of premeditated first-degree murder and sentenced to 25 to life with her fraud arson sentence running concurrently. What do you think about those concurrent sentences? I don't really like them. I mean, I think it's fine if she got life. Sure, run it concurrently. But if there's a possibility that she's going to get out in 25, I think it should be 25 plus the seven seven years she got. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think she's going to get out, though. You don't? No. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's only been a couple years. Yeah, it's only been a couple years. Yeah. Ashley's um, trial look, I don't think, did her any favors. 
She wore a lot of um, dark neutrals, like black and beige, and she kept her hair pulled back in a real tight ponytail. I mean, I, I think that if you are trying to get some sympathy, you need to warm up your look. I think you need to wear glasses, like you're a nerd. I think you need and curls in your hair. You need to look real beige. innocent. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like... You need to have this. How could that girl ever do that? Right. Oh, Look. No. She looked cold as ice. I could see her doing it. Well, yeah. so could the jury. That's right. Her reaction to the sentence was stoic, which is how you know she's guilty. Because, listen, when they read the guilty verdict... Guilty people aren't surprised, so they're, like, emotionless. It's innocent people that, like, collapse, you know, and think, like, no, this was my last hope. I was finally hoping it's over. Yeah. I mean, if you ever question it, I'm telling you, that that's it. I agree with you. So in the courtroom footage, while Ashley is emotionless, Taylor's girlfriend, Cassandra, is, like, the face They're reading down the sentence and Cassandra's face is like standing right behind her and she just cannot contain her tears. She is just so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because part of me thought maybe it was her, but. Yeah. And I think that um, the police kind of did too, you know, because it was kind of an unusual situation. But, you know, what Taylor or not what Taylor, what Cassandra had really going for her is that she did not hide any of it. She was very forthcoming about, listen, my girlfriend had just cheated on me. She had just told me she did drugs. I've been real pissed off at her lately. You know, mm-hmm. she's got this ex-husband. She's got some shady business with money. Like she didn't hide it. Right. Which is, that's what you're supposed to do. So not like the guy that his girlfriend fell off the boat. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So aside from this senseless tragedy being devastating for Taylor's family, especially her son, who's only six years old. That's it's so sad. So sad. It's also been kind of terrible for Ashley's family, not the part of her family that bailed her out, but the family is like real divided on that. She has a lot of relatives in the area. Actually, the street where the property where Taylor's body was recovered is called Mm -hmm. Britt Road, which is Ashley's maiden name. And it was named after her family. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So from everything I read and watched of their interviews, the family that owns those properties are just like nice, decent people that loved their horses and had a great reputation around town. And all of this left them humiliated and disgusted and forever linked to the crimes of Ashley. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, sucks for them, right? Like, please, I'd be so pissed if one of my relatives buried a body on my property. Yeah. Yeah, that's a You don't do that. You don't do that. Well, currently, Ashley is serving her sentence at Lowell Annex Correctional Facility. She is looking all right, but 
She's only been in the clink since 2019. Yeah, I mean, she's barely been there. But maybe she can buy herself some cosmetics with her stimulus check or maybe some hair dye because she has really long hair and she's got a lot of grays showing. Oh, so, you know, you got to keep that up. Um, I could not locate Zach, her husband, which is a good thing for him. Because if mm-hmm. I can't find him, nobody else can. And him and, a- except maybe the IRS, him and Ashley had a daughter, like I mentioned before. Yeah. So I hope he's off raising her somewhere where they can get some peace. Because, I mean, he's also a victim. I think he was conned by Ashley. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So rest well, in peace, now Taylor I'm, Wright. Now I'm kind of... More thankful that the son wasn't in the same state as his mom because he wasn't seeing her every day anyhow. You know what I'm saying? Like that part of it is probably easier for her son son to handle the every day. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's going to be awful for his entire life. Like your mom. Well, you know what a pain in the butt it is moving. She had her stuff actually in like a box truck. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of Ashley's box trucks, because they had all this this equipment. Yeah. Special equipment company. And so, you know what it's like when you're moving, like you don't want your little kid around. So I think she was just like, here, go stay with your dad for a couple days while I get all my shit together. So you think he was going to like she was living like the son was living. She talked to him? her son. She talked to her son every day. Oh, I mean, they had a really close relationship. Yeah. Mm. That is so sad. Yeah. Sad for that little boy. And he's only like eight now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, is that a WAP of that case? That is a WAP of that. Okay. I'm going to um go do something. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to go grab I'll, something I'll be for right you. Here. I'm going to grab okay. something for you. Okay. I'm back. Okay. With a little surprise. You see what's in this? It's a bag. <laughs> the bag. Let's see if I can show you. You know, we're recording during the day, and so they're sleeping. We put them together, and they love each other, the little sugar gliders. So I'm having a hard time getting here. Oh, this is Jupiter. Isn't he so cute? Yeah. He's so sweet. Hi. You want to see the other one? Yeah, he's not like bitey. Oh no, he's friendly now. He's still pretty active. He's settling down. They like, I mean, we thought we were going to put them together and they were going to like not actually sleep in the same little bag, but they do. And this is the other one. You see, oh. he still kind of has a little bald spot on his on his head. Yeah, but he's get. You can tell that he's getting healthier. Yeah, you've had him in your yeah, care. and he's and- like liking being. Oh. I don't know if he'll like, wow. Ooh. Ew. Whoa. I've never <laughs> had This is like the crazy one. You to, he wants to feed. Oh, yeah. His nails are crazy. I got to get him back in the bag. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, my daughter. So how's it going? Your daughter is still uh, taking yeah, good care? Yeah, she, she takes good care of him. And yesterday she had him out for like the first time jumping around. They have like a little tent that they go in. It's like a little pop-up. It's like a mosquito tent, really. Okay. And they just pop around all over. 
Um, but I don't have a sweatshirt on her. I would have let him kind of crawl on me, but their nails are so sharp. They're like little razors. And so I, I have to have a sweatshirt on to have him be climbing up on me. Um, they're really, they're fun. Um, the new one, she named him Rocky because he's a little fighter. Oh, that's cute. Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. My cat is now coming out being like, what the hell? He'll pop his head out in a minute. Um, see, <laughs> Ooh, you woke me up without coffee. I know she does the same thing to me. Rocky. I do, I do. There's both of them. This is where they oh, sleep. Yeah. They hang up. They hang in the cage and they sleep all day. They're probably like, "What the fuck is this light?" Okay, so we have some shout outs that I want to give. Farin Van Dyke, Farin. How do you say that? Farin Van Dyke. She actually has a blog. She's a blogger. She's a real disco biscuit. And she gave us a little review on her Instagram. She's real cute. So clink, clink to her. Wendy also gave us a little shout. She always does, which is super nice. Thank you so much. Thanks, Wendy. Oh, my son's birthday was Monday. So I have like a million pictures. Birthday shenanigans. And my mom's birthday was Tuesday. So anyways. No, maybe we'll just get a little more organized about those for next week. <laughs> well, it's because we we recorded late last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And, I know. I'm okay. just saying. I mean, I, you know. Yeah. And uh, we'll get to them because we want to give you those shout outs. Yes. So thank you guys for uh, giving us shout outs on your Instagram or Facebook. Join our Facebook group at Housewives of True Crime group. Join our keto group or diet group or whatever you want. Gretchen's banging it out with her two workouts a day these days. <laughs> you are. Yeah. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Why Why you act like that? Well, my, my kids have been, they caught something funky. So we haven't been hitting the gym. She had a little hiccup, but... I'm gonna, you I'm know, gonna be a back. little I'm ear infection. Right. She's going back, but it's like I'm going back soon, soon. Yeah, and then we have you know Instagram. Also, we have Patreon. If you want more of us, I mean, who can resist? <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Anyways, clink 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 clink. <laughs> <laughs>